everyone. My name is Ideal. I have my amazing husband that just performed, the beautiful sister Latanya, Renee French. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to the Yam Bar Podcast. Brian Barcelo hosted this episode. Today's guest, Ideal Masterpiece. Now, the thing is, most of our um, podcast, this episode is probably going to be taken up on introducing her because um, Ideal has a lot of talent. First of all, Ideal is a recording artist, a poet, songwriter, singer, actress, dancer, model, speaker. Ideal, before we go any further, that's a lot. Um, first of all, thank you for joining the podcast. Oh, my God. My pleasure. I'm so happy to be here. I appreciate it. Oh, and another thing. Congratulations on your performance Sunday. It was spectacular. <laughs> Loved it. Oh, I had so much fun. It's excellent. Now, before we go any further, how can people find you to book you? Okay, so you can actually find me to book me in a couple different ways. So obviously, you know, before we even speak about social media, the old school way phone number. And that's area code 518-414-4821. That's my phone number. And I also have a Facebook. You literally just type in Ideal Masterpiece. I-D-E-A-L, just like on the screen, space masterpiece. M-A-S-T-E-R-P-I-E-C-E. -E. So that's on Facebook. I also can be reached on Instagram. That's my two I have two business pages. Well, one's kind of like more personal. The other one's more business. So I'll give you the business page. And that's Energy Channel. So that's I-N-N-E-R-G-Y-C-H-A-N-N-E-L, Energy Channel. And then my personal Instagram page, which is eat, E-A-T, underscore, Ideals, I-D-E-A-L-Z, underscore, cookie, C-O-O-K-I-E. So, E, underscore, ideals, underscore, cookie. I hope everybody got that. And we'll put on all the links and stuff in the description also. Yes. <laughs> all right. You know what? Um, let's um cut to the chase because we have a lot to cover. Check this out. First of all, let's start off with... Um, where um where are you from? How'd you get started in this? Yes. So I was actually was born in Albany, New York, the capital. Whoop, whoop, whoop. <laughs> a lot of people who are, had never visited New York or don't know much about New York, they think that the city, or excuse me, the capital is New York City, Manhattan, but it's not. Um, Albany is the capital, so that's where exactly where I was born. And but I did majority of my life, I've actually lived in the great state of North Carolina. Oh. <laughs> And North Carolina, the capital there. So I've, I've only lived in two states. Both happens to be the capital. So in North Carolina, I was living in Raleigh, where I actually graduated from college. And so I have a law degree. I'm a paralegal. So not an attorney. No, I do not give legal advice. Got to say that. Mm -hmm. uh, but I do uh, assist with documents. And I'm able to actually come up with determination summaries about why, you know, Maybe a specific attorney or law law enforcement agency may have came up with their actual summary. So I would just kind of like dissect and research what I do with law is dissect and research, you know, go through all of the laws, figure out, you know, 
do my research on why the law is, kind of compare law or law that has been in set into stone for like years upon years and upon years and kind of draw that same old English law into kind of what's going on now. So that's uh, exactly what I did in the South, North Carolina. So I actually went to middle school, high school, and college in North Carolina. I'm like, hey, well, I was born in Albany. I might as well, I'd love to just really start my career as an artist in the great state of New York. I feel like there's no other place to start your real artistry. And before, you know, when it comes to anything else, the state of New York is the best state, in my opinion. <laughs> <laughs> That's what's up. You know what? Matter of fact, um, when I was going over um, your talents here, I think I'm going to have to add another one on here. This paralegal. Let's get yes. That one in there. <laughs> right. Yes. Like, Ever since 2013. Wow. So about That's 10 years. Like yes. Um, according to notes here, seems that you have an upcoming book. You have to talk oh, yeah. about that? Yes, I have an upcoming book, which I am extremely ecstatic about. Um, this book is going to be, I know for sure, a bestseller. Some people are asking, oh, what's the name of it? Can't tell anyone. Can't tell you the name. You'll know the name when it's actually dropped and featured this summer, 2023. Um, but it, it is speaking about my trauma. I'm very open about my trauma and things that I've recently went through um, with my trauma. And one of the ways I was able to really, truly get through it and deal with it is through writing. And so ever since a young girl, I've always wanted to write. I've always been very, very great at uh, reading, writing, researching, which makes sense why I'm a paralegal. Um, but I've always wanted to do that. And I've always thought like the idea of writing a book was super cool. Um, but then when, you know, I started to go through my trauma and things of that nature, that was my only therapy. I would look up different ways, just literally Google, like, how do you deal with trauma? What is the best way to do it? And some of the different things was like, you know, it listed on Google, like exercise, which is totally true. That really, 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 really helps if you're just like stressed, depressed, or just going through some really ups and downs. And then another one I see is like writing in a journal. So, you know, I just took the time. I began writing my journal um, inside of a journal. And the and in my journal, it, it says always forever busy. So that's what I've been writing in. Um, and so starting that book was, like I said, was just last year and it's, it's a phenomenal, it's just a phenomenal piece. Um, a part of healing through my trauma is literally getting the book out there. And I know the things that I've been through, other people have been through it as well, maybe similar, maybe a little bit worse, maybe a little less worse, but it's the reason that I'm putting out this book is to heal other people. That's my inspiration with my writings, whether it be my book, whether it be my poetry, whether it be music. This past um, couple, what was it, last weekend, I did a show and one of the young ladies came up to me and was like, oh my goodness, like your music made me happy. It made me smile. It made me cry. I was a little angry. So th that's all to say that my music, my poetry, my writing, it does evoke a very different type of emotional catharsis, which I'm very, very proud of. I'm, I'm, I want to heal other people because as I'm healing other people, in turn, I'm healing myself. Mm -hmm. That's what's up. Now, also looking here, you have, um, this is called an inclusive support group, Ideals Inclusive Support Group. Now, um, <laughs> the scene that was just launched also. Um, can you um, talk to us a little bit about that, please? 
Oh, yes. So when it came to Ideal's inclusive support group, what it is that also was, you know, based off of just needing support. Um, I feel like regular therapy is good, but sometimes I've heard different things about, you know, regular therapy. When I say regular therapy, like going to like a licensed therapist, um, some people don't really get what they want out of it, or maybe they're, they're very expensive. So a lot of people cannot actually afford them. Mm -hmm. A lot of people are more so concerned on like providing for their children, um, you know, paying day-to-day -day bills and, you know, they, they're still like almost going to go off the deep end because they know that they need therapy and they just can't simply afford it. So with going through my trials, my trauma, my tribulations, I was like, you know what? We, I can get together a group where women can come together and connect. And, you know, right now it's women. I know it will branch off into, you know, men as well. But right now I just wanted to start it with the women. I feel like as definitely as a black woman, carrying children, bringing forth children, we don't get as much support. We don't get as much support. And so I came up with this beautiful group and it's taken me over a year to do so. I'd get all my ideas together and bring it forth. But I literally just birthed this forth about two to three days ago, just getting women together and the type of things that we're going to be speaking on. We're going to be doing some visual art activities. We're going to be doing some travel trips. Um, also trauma support. So not, in no way am I saying I'm a licensed therapist because I am not. But it's literally just getting a support group together and just saying, listen, girl, I'm here for you. Listen, here's some resources that I can give you. OK, you got that resource for me. OK, well, let's go ahead and collaborate. Let's get together. Let's eat some food. You know, let's really just kind of share ideas. And that's where it was birthed from, you know, again, through my trauma. So my writings are coming through my trauma. My my poetry is through trauma and trials and tribulations. My support group, because we need each other. It doesn't matter how far up we may get, how much money we may make. We still need each other in some way, shape, form, or fashion. So this group is for, you know, women, inclusive women, to just come together and just let it all hang out. Let the let the boogers come out the nose. Let the crying just fall from your eyes. And just a lot of people, you know, they deal with so many mental health issues that we don't talk about it enough, I feel like, in the, in the Black community. Um, it's kind of just like, oh, okay, well, rush it up under the rug. But people are taking their lives doing that. You know, they're taking their own lives. And, you know, I can't be everyone's savior, but I just want to, I put myself out there to help other women because in turn, they're helping me. And the women birth the families, right? So the man plants the seed, but the women births the families. So in essence, it will branch out to a, a, like a family community type support group I, I had to start off with the women this is what we're starting off with understood you know um the lot of things that you described it seemed um it seems like you're actually coming back to the roots like when i'm thinking you know how you had therapists it seems like yeah. back in the days the therapist was a friend you know what i'm saying right and, um, these other things you know kind of like <laughs> a, a babysitter um, daycare was a parent or grandparent or something, yes, you know, and we wow. seem to got away from that. But it seems like what you're doing is getting back to the roots, where instead of going to a professional or something like that, people with friends, a community helps, you know, heal one another. I think that's a great idea. Another thing, going backwards a little bit, um, the song that you performed Sunday, Breakthrough, I think <laughs> in that song, if I'm not mistaken, I think you were saying, um, you're talking about um, the something that happened in your life 
uh, the the word that you use escaping me right now, but I know it just came. Um, the trauma, I think, of what you're saying. Um, could you be specific, or would you rather not be specific? And I oh, think I can be raw, real. We have to be. I think we have to be careful with certain words sure. because of censorship and all of that stuff. Okay. But if it's pertaining to women, is that what it is? I mean, yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. Yes. Yeah. I think people use the word grape a fruit or something because i think you can't say the word like on youtube or something but that's what we're talking about yes 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 oh so we goodness. um just to kind of expound upon the breakthrough mm -hmm. um and i'm, I'm going to be careful with my words mm -hmm. so specifically for my story about 10 months ago single day mile yesterday it yesterday made exactly 10 months um so Specifically with my story, I was actually pregnant with twins only 10 months ago, pregnant with two beautiful boys, two just beautiful, beautiful, beautiful boys had so, even through ultrasound, you could see they had so much personality together. I mean, I would see them nudge each other, you know, one, one elbow would nudge the other one's bum and, you know, they were just really just meant to be birthed together. And so during this time, I, pregnancy is going absolutely great about at 22 weeks gestation uh 22 weeks two days one of so my babies were fraternal fraternal means each each child inside of you has their own amniotic sac um and so each baby had their own amniotic sac and for those of you who don't know baby a is considered the baby located closest to your cervix Baby B is considered the baby that's a little bit more further from your cervix. When it comes to, to baby A, his name is effusive. When it came to baby A, his amniotic sac, it actually popped too soon. It only, um, it only, when I say popped, I, I literally had amniotic fluid coming out of my Understood. That. Whoever could, so, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it was it was literally just, you know, coming out like 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 any woman who has their their water break, you know, right. it, it's supposed to leak out that way. Same way the baby came was in, in, implanted in you is the same way, you know, the amniotic fluid fluid flows out. So this particular time, I'm 22 weeks, two days. That is extremely too soon. You know, a full gestational period is anywhere between 38 and 40 weeks. So just imagine I'm only halfway through my pregnancy and the baby's bag is already draining. So during this time, it was I, I've had other children. So I was like, oh, my God, I'm, I'm definitely not urinating on myself. This is amniotic fluid. Mm -hmm. So I go to the doctor at, uh, excuse me, the hospital. And they're like, you know what? You're way too soon. And we can only if you were to give birth. Uh, we can only save your baby at, or try, not save, but try, attempt to save your baby at 23 weeks. So I'm like, oh, you tell me if I was to actually give birth right now at 22 weeks and two days that there, he, he couldn't survive. So they're like, you know what? Yep, that's exactly what we're telling you. So I'm like, you know, I, I go into prayer. I'm just praying and I'm praying and I'm praying. Like, goodness gracious, you know, this wasn't supposed to happen, you know. Mind you, during this time, the other baby's completely fine. You know, none of his bag didn't drain out, anything like that. So upon what they have told me, um, I was supposed to give birth because this has happened to many women. It's called prom, prom, pre-rupture of membranes. Um, so I was supposed to give birth anywhere between 24 hours of my bag popping and seven days, no more than seven days. 
I'm going to tell y'all, I held my baby for five weeks and five days. During, so I was a miracle. During that time, you know, I asked my doctor, I'm like, you know, when should we deliver this, you know, the baby? I said, I, I'm in premature labor, uh, all right? He's like, no, you're not in premature labor. So I'm like, you know what? That doesn't sound right. So he he pretty much refused to, during this time, I was I was supposed to be delivered. I had, Obviously, I had already made it to 23 weeks if I made it five weeks after. So I made it to 27 weeks, 27 weeks and five days. And during that five-week period, even after what had happened to me, they refused to deliver him. So he delivered himself. And when I say that, I mean my umbilical cord came, uh, or his umbilical cord, baby A, effusive, came came out, just came out, came out of my vagina right in the shower. And at that time, the baby can't survive without that umbilical cord. And so when that came out of my 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 vagina, at that point, he actually, he was gone. He was gone, he was gone, he was gone, he was gone. And so I'm, I'm like, oh my God. And so I go right across the street to the hospital and, you know, they, they put the sonogram on. They're like, you know what? We're sorry to say you're one of your babies has passed away. I didn't know what to do. I didn't know what to say. I was grabbing for a Bible. I, I just, because that's the way I was raised. I was like, oh my God, maybe a Bible can make him come alive. And so during this time, I felt like, you know what? They don't know what they're talking about. I had so much faith, so much faith. I'm like, you know what? When I get in that delivery room, I know his, his heart is going to be beating. He's going to be fine. And in turn, you know, I had always dreamt of having dream, uh, dreamt of having twins. And at that time, I just lost one of my babies. Now, I am very grateful because there's so many women out here that that are pregnant, right? And and they they go home with empty arms. They have no baby. He's considered a stillbirth, a stillbirth after twenty something we a, a a birth with a baby that didn't live after about twenty weeks. It's called a stillbirth. A baby that didn't live before 20 weeks is called a miscarriage. So I, I had a I had a stillbirth. During that full five weeks, they had five full weeks to deliver him. Five weeks and five days, and I didn't do that. And looking into just the rates, the when I say the rates, the the mortality rates of black women, the maternal mortality rates of black women, a lot of black women, this has been happening for years upon years, even before I was born, they take away. They see you bringing forth your beautiful black baby. They either take away your life as the mother or they take away the baby's life. And that's what has just happened to me 10 months ago. So all of my, all of this artistry that has been birthed out has been from trying to get my message out there. There's so many ladies that maybe cannot even articulate or communicate and I'm, I'm, I'm their voice. And so summing this up, breakthrough came through that. That performance just came through my my story. That's my that's my full story. Thank you for sharing that. Sorry for causing any distress, but no, not at all. Are... If anything, this is healing. This is therapy to speak about it. Okay, definitely. I appreciate that. Let's go on. You got a lot of stuff to cover here. Um, <laughs> let me see what else you got going on. Oh, and you alluded to this. Um, you host. It says we host paint parties. Yes. Um, yeah, let's Woo! go with that. And from that, I believe that um you were also published in um ABC um News 10. That's it. Yes. Oh, wow. Yes. That's, that's nice. This is sensory touch and feel therapeutic interactive museum masterpieces. <laughs> yeah, that was a mouthful. I was getting to that one. The therapeutic <laughs> sensory tactile art. Yes. Wow. 
<laughs> Try to say that three times fast. Now, this got something to do with touching. That's tactile, right? Oh, yes. Explain that, please. What's going on with that? So, yeah. What's going on here? You can touch and feel, obviously. And it is meant to release any mental pain, anxiety, depression, maybe pain that you even haven't self-identified with. And so it is all of the art. And when I say we, it's my husband and I and our children. All the art that we create is vibrant. All the colors, we don't create any dark art. Obviously, because it's it's emotion. Like, we want to bring your emotions higher. Mm -hmm. I'm going to show you another one here. And it doesn't do... It's so crazy. Ooh. Video and pictures does not do any justice. Understood. It's wow. so, it comes right... It's, so, this is beyond a painting, uh, as you can see. This is mm -hmm. beyond a painting... It just releases like road rage, office tension, anything that you may be going through that you want to kind of change your emotions about. Mm -hmm. That's the type of art that we are known for that's as creating that therapeutic art. Like that. So you we actually host paint that's parties and it's been an absolute great experience. I've seen some video of one of them that you hosted. And um, uh -huh. if you have another one, please let me know because that looks incredibly fun. Um, the place that you were at, you mind giving them a shout out? Yes. Uh, so we were, we actually recently did two. Mm -hmm. uh, one was in the uh, February. And uh, when I say the owners treated us like royalty, my God, I tell you, you put out those good vibrations, they come back. I want to give a shout out to Tropics 518 in Schenectady, New York. We worked hand in hand with the beautiful Mavis. It's a power couple. They're married husband and wife that uh, actually own Tropics 518. And listen, we're not going to even get started about that food over there. Woo! I had a 24-hour sizzled Oh my goodness! It was cooked. It was seared and cooked overnight. Twenty-four hour lamb with some mm. French fries. Oh my god! Mm. It was so good. So that mm. right? Oh my god! <laughs> yes. So Tropics Five One Eight here in Schenectady, New York. The next one that you, I showed hey, you videos of is on, the Lionheart Pub and Brewery here out in Albany, New York, and Madison Avenue. Just did that actually last Saturday. That was an absolute blast. You know, we had our own very own creative sensory therapeutic art there to give everyone yeah. inspiration. And we're not your average paint and sip. We do paint and coffee, paint and donuts, paint and tea, paint and love, paint and tea. But when I say we're not your average paint and sip, normally with regular paint and sip, you get like um everyone, let's just say it's a hummingbird. Everyone gets a sketch of a hummingbird or a sketch of a tiger or a sketch of a car. And everyone's just kind of using their own thoughts and putting their own okay, colors okay. into the same like exact song. image. But what, what we actually present is a blip in canvas. So it, it forces you to be the more creative. So we're not giving you any type of scripting, any type of um, sketches. You literally have to be creative. We give you a completely blank canvas. We provide the easels, the paints. I mean, it's just an incredible experience just to kind of see people light up and say, wow, you know. And when we did it at Lionheart, people weren't expecting it. They had no idea. Um, the owner's great. Shout out to John, the owner at Lionheart Pub and Brewery. Um, the owner was absolutely amazing with allowing us to, you know, just get out there. It was something Tropics 518 and Lions, Lionheart Pub and Brewery, they never had any type of paint, anything. So we are known to be like the ground steppers into birthing okay, like something okay. new, something okay. creative, and something positive. I would say so. Looking on, judging from the video, you can see that happy, 
happy faces. The people were really enjoying what they were doing. I mean, it, it came through the screen at me. Like, yes. Gotta try that. That's vibrant. Not just their faces, their bodies, right? Yes. Let me see. There's something else. Um, the artist part we got, the poet. I think on breakthrough shared a little bit of that songwriting, yes. singing actress. Has it um the actress um part? Have you done any work, any plays, any movies that we could check out or videos, perhaps? But any so actors? I'm actually what I did sorry, um in in the past is I've did like you know small skits with my family and my husband. But at this time, we're actually just working on getting a group together of like minded individuals um to get some movies out. So to to answer your question, right now I just have small skits. And things that I can kind of send you, you can also see in our Instagram. Uh, but as far as the movies, we are in the process of working on that, getting our cast together. So if anybody out there, even if you've never acted at all, you have my contact information. <laughs> you? <laughs> Let's get it started. Like, we need more of a community right now, which I'm so happy to you. And thank you, Brian, for having us on your podcast we're You're working welcome. on getting a community of people, of like-minded individuals, where we can actually do these projects together. So we're actually scouting for people who would be open to doing some movies and releasing like this year. Oh, really? This year? This wow, year. that's ambitious. Matter of yes. fact, um, we're getting down to it. What I'm going to do, it just so happens to actually have a movie that I'm trying to get people to make also. I'll send it to you. Perhaps somewhere down the road we can work on it after we get yours taken care of. Oh, I love that. Right? Now, we're getting down to it. I just got that notification. So, okay. as customary with this podcast, I like to give the guests last word. Um, Leave us with anything you want. Um, words of wisdom, uh, just sure. thoughts, anything. You got the floor. Okay, so yes, I, I forgot to mention that I actually do have a 2023 summer album dropping. Um, so not done with all of the songs at all, but the songs are just coming powerful and full force. So I want everyone to not only be um, looking out for the release of my book this summer, 2023, but please be looking out for the release of my album um, this summer, 2023. What I wanted to leave everyone um, with is, you know, no matter what, what you want to do is still just believe in yourself. I went to uh, this conference. It was for people who wanted to be, you know, kind of be in law enforcement and kind of um, instead of looking at law enforcement as all bad, I was able to meet well over 100 law enforcement. And one of the speak speakers had said, listen, that negative person or that negative image in your mind that's telling you, no, 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 you can't do it. You can't do it. That person is a liar. So I want everyone to know that I'm going to take exactly what this young lady said. She was beautiful and she was just, uh, she was so articulate and she had made it so far in her career. So just being around people who have made it so far in their career, I just want to use the same word she said, that person, that image, that character, maybe it's, it's someone who has told you you weren't being nothing, you know, in life, that person, that thing, that character, that object is a liar. You can make it. No matter what, if you're worrying about people judging you or judging like your freedom of expression, if you're not having a freedom of expression, you will, will get judged. If you are having a freedom of expression, you will get judged. Either way, people are going to judge you. People are going to have all types of issues, making frowns in their faces and talking behind your back, in front of your back. You've got to ignore all that because 
we're here. I won't say life is short. We're here for a set amount of time. And in that set amount of time, you need to accomplish exactly what you want to do. And summing it up, I have a friend of mine that says, wow, you're almost done with your book. I, people tell me I need to write a book. Like, well, what do I do? What do I do? I said, listen, you go to the dollar store. It'll cost, including tax, $1.35 for a notebook. Start writing in your notebook. And another thing is, don't worry about writing while editing. If you write while you're trying to edit at the same time, it won't be a free expression. You edit when you're done. Write whatever comes to your mind. So again, to sum everything up, be free, be open, be honest with yourself and stop listening to those negative, bad characters, objects, people in your mind, childhood trauma, anything. Uh, I remember even being bullied at work before. And thank God now I work from home. It's a lot of things you don't have to deal with working from home. So um, I just want to say, you know, those people can stay in your mind. They're actually meant to stay in your mind. That's exactly why they tell you those mean words. But they're a liar. These people, these objects, these things, they're liars. And I'm just, I want everyone to just push forth and break through and be the best that you can be. And I'd like to leave off with that. Well, I appreciate you so that. Much, Brian. You're welcome. And I received that message, as do many other people out there, I'm sure. And yes. check this out. One of your other um things that you do is said speaker. And you just yes. showed, just demonstrated that you're an excellent speaker. And may I suggest <laughs> that you consider adding something else to what you do? A podcaster. Please. A podcaster. Oh my God. Consider it. <laughs> so I think you'd be great. You're gonna have to help me with that. Because I've always <laughs> wanted to do. I've always wanted to radio and podcasting. I just needed, that's what I mean by having that community. You need that push. You need people who are already doing it. So you have more of a umph to do it. Well, you got so it. I'm going to need, you your, I'm gonna need <laughs> your help, Brian. And I'm going to receive that. Okay. Yeah. That's what's up. One moment, please. I'm going to say goodbye to everybody. Yes. Everybody, thank you for joining the Ambar Podcast. End of another episode. I'd like to remind you guys to check out our previous Yambar Podcast guest and to always remember that the Yambar Podcast is the place where you make it happen. Once again, my name is Brian Barcelo, host of this episode, here with Ideal Masterpiece. Ideal, we appreciate you so much. Peace, everybody. Until next time. Thank you so much. Hello everyone, my name is Ideal. I have my amazing husband that just performed, the beautiful sister Latanya, Renee French.